Grazie per aver ascoltato il podcast Leader Assistant. Hello everybody, I am Lucia Landini and today's leadership quote is by Sheryl Sandberg and the quote is leadership is about making others better as a result of your presence and making sure that impact lasts in your absence. The Leader Assistant Podcast exists to encourage and challenge assistants to become confident, game-changing leader assistants. Why can't you play hide-and-seek with a mountain? Because it's always peaking. Hey friends, thanks for tuning in to episode 116. You can check out the show notes at leaderassistant.com slash 116. And just before we get into the interview, I wanted to remind you to check out our premium Leader Assistant membership at leaderassistant.com slash membership. We've got some awesome members-only events and training sessions coming up and some bonus resources in our members-only resource library. So leaderassistant.com slash membership. Hope you can join us, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, friends. Thanks for tuning into the Leader Assistant Podcast. Today, I'm speaking with Lucia Landini, and she is the Senior Executive Assistant at Natixis, Italy. Lucia, did I pronounce it right? Yes, it is right. Awesome. Well, welcome, and we're excited to chat Thank with you, you. today. Where, where are you in the world? I work in Milan, which is in Italy. And, but I, live, I don't live in the city. I live, I live near a lake. Awesome. And tell us a little bit about your career as an assistant. How did you end up becoming an assistant? And uh, what do you enjoy about it? Okay, I... Um, i started my career at Malpensa Airport, which is not far from where I live now. And I started working with American Airlines. Uh, and of course, I loved it. And everybody loves working in the, at the airport. And then from American Airlines, I started working with Air France. But um, I used to work at the airport on shifts and also I used to teach English and Italian in the evening. So my life was pretty hectic and I needed um, a more regular um, lifestyle. So I wanted to work in an office. So uh, that's why I started looking for a job in other companies and I was hired in a company to be the executive assistant to the CEO. It was my first experience. And I loved it, and it was, he, he helped me learn a lot. And then I was the executive assistant to the CEO in another airline, which is Air Italy. And so I could put together my love for traveling and for airlines, and my passion for working as an executive assistant, which is my job, and also, uh, i expected that working in the office could be a regular job, but it's not. When you are an executive assistant, there's no time limit, mainly. So you're always uh, working. Okay, you, you control your, your time, but, but there's, there's a lot to do. But so that's, 
And then after Italy, I five years, almost six years ago, I started working at Natixis, and which is an investment bank. And um, I work in Milan when I'm not working from home. And that's uh, that's a completely different environment because it's more organized and structured. But I love it. It's suitable for me. And also, I love working there because I I work with smart people and they really inspire me and they help me become a better person and a better assistant. So um, I like the people I work with, first of all. And another aspect I enjoy of my job is that, like for every other assistant, Every day is different, so I I will never get bored. And also, it's it's challenging. It's challenging. It helps me think out of the box and, and adapt continuously. So uh, I am in charge of change, and it makes me feel stronger every day. And then the, another nice thing is that I live in a small village, and... When I go to work, I go, I mean, I, I go to a big city so I can I go to a museum or an exhibition or meet new people. So it's also exciting from a social point of view. And I, I think it's, I've reached the perfect balance in my life after some time. So I'm really happy. Yeah, that's great. So what do you think, um, has been one of the maybe your challenges though like so you're you're in a pretty good place now but what was something that you had to face in your career or your life that really pushed you to the limit and you had to work through and overcome i had two two difficult moments and i had to make a decision pushed by the circumstances uh, when I was working at the airport, I started working on shifts, which meant uh, leaving my house very early in the morning or going home, getting home at late at night. And I was exhausted and I was afraid I was getting uh, um, sick somehow. So that was difficult because I loved the job, but it was impossible for me to continue adapting to to that kind of, to the shift. And so that's why I decided to work in, in, a, in offices. And another aspect was, uh, another difficult moment was uh, the last time I had to change my job because uh, the airline I was working with had some difficulties and I was afraid I could lose my job, like... Uh, other colleagues did. So I just pushed myself to look for something different. And it was really a long effort and and I was successful. So it was good. What do you think it was that gave you that confidence um, to kind of push through that and yeah, put, put yourself out there? 
uh, I think confidence for every person, confidence has different a different origin. Uh, what my uh, my confidence is based on persistence. So when I I realize a, a situation is uh, difficult for me or is making me suffer, I persist looking for something different. I keep working on it and I never give up. So that's that's the confidence I gained in my life. I know that I will continue and continue until good things happen. I know it takes a while because first, I mean, you you have to be disappointed a few times before you find something which is good for you and for the other people. Yeah. So what if you keep trying and trying and trying and, and it's it's still you're still not getting what you, where, where you want to get. Um, how do you know when you need to kind of pivot and, and change direction? Uh, that's also something personal. Um, I, I had this experience a few times. I think it happens when you just don't have any more passion in following uh, a path and also I think it's also when you when you try every option and you're also running short of time then it's time to make a decision so you can persist and and then give up and actually sometimes when I when I tell myself okay now I will give up and look for something else, that's when things happen. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I mean, this is life, I think. No, I think sometimes we um, try to control things. And when we kind of say, you know what, I guess that's not what's meant to be. And we give up control. That's when things kind of are allowed to move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's great. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about um, happiness at work. Uh, you're passionate about driving positive change and growth for individuals and particularly assistants. Um, how can assistants listening really work to enjoy their role and um, yeah, just be, be happy at work? Are you ready to elevate your career in 2024? I'm Maggie Olson, founder of Nova Chief of Staff Certification, the first of its kind online course for aspiring and existing chiefs of staff. With curriculum taken directly from on-the-job responsibilities, Nova's self-paced learning modules provides you with hands-on experience so you can feel competent and confident moving into a chief of staff style role. It's the perfect next step for executive assistants. Head to leaderassistant.com slash Nova to learn more, grab the syllabus and enroll today. Yeah, you are right. I, I love talking about happiness because assistants, uh, first of all, assistants are very busy every day, as you know quite well. And we are so busy with other people's lives that we forget about our life, about our values. And since 
uh, our job has so many, um, it, it changes a lot. Since it changes a lot, we also make different mistakes every day. So also the mistakes change. And that's not really encouraging for our self-esteem. So I think for, for this reason, we really need to, to work on our happiness and uh, improve it because happiness is, can improve with little changes. And I have a few that I can tell you and that I, can, and that I practice every day. So one is, it has to do with people, of course, and it is making a social connection. For example, contacting a colleague or um, writing to uh, an assistant on LinkedIn, asking for advice or, or uh, for a, a coffee, asking to go out for coffee. That's a way to keep in touch with another person. And it's very good for us, but it's something really pleasant for the person who receives our uh, invite. So it's a way of sharing again, of caring about other people. And that makes a difference in a day. Another practice that I have is um, a random act of kindness. So at work, instead of being busy and centered on our activity, we might offer some help to our colleagues. Just a little help, just uh, um, an email or something to help. It, it gives a lot to the other person and to us. And then since we, I always hear, I listen to assistants who speak and say, I don't have time. So uh, we need to find time for ourselves. And we have time. Maybe if the lunch break is short, we can go for a short walk and look outside and breathe fresh air and also savor the moment. Not only the moment when we are working outside, but also the, the moments we, we live in the office. Um, like we can step outside the experience and appreciate it. For example, I mean, there's always um, a nice moment in the office with our bosses or with colleagues. We are all talking about nice things. So these are moments that we need to consider and appreciate. And I think these little actions help us live a better life. That's what happens to me. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I can even just tell just from talking with you, the, um, you, you just really enjoy life and you, you exude positivity. So, um, it's, yeah, just thanks. Thanks for, uh, bringing that energy and, um, yeah, just sharing some of your story. Thank you. Um, uh, I, what I think is we don't have to, to change our life to be happy or to feel better. We can just make little changes and every change is a little effort, of course, but those little changes make a day better. But that's my, my experience. 
Yeah. So it works. Yeah. One of my, uh, one of my favorite songs, there's a lyric that says, while I'm alive, I'll make tiny changes to earth. Oh, that's nice. What song is it? Um, you know, I'm trying to remember what the name of the actual song. I think it's just called uh, Tiny Changes, honestly. Tiny Changes. But I, can't, I can't remember okay. the name of the song. I will, we'll listen to it. Yeah, a tiny change makes a, improves a day. And, you know, if every day in your week is better, then your week improves and so on. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let's, let's shift gears a little bit and talk about soft skills. Um, you know, you've been an assistant for a while and, you know, I'm sure you've heard a lot of either from your colleagues or your executives or just from the world in general um, of assistants, but heard a lot about automation and artificial intelligence and how a lot of our tasks that we do as assistants are being automated and, um, replaced uh well essentially robots if you will um computer software is doing a lot more these days and continuing to do more and more of the repetitive tasks that assistants um, often have on their job description so focusing on soft skills and developing our soft skills uh fine-tuning our soft skills is very very um critical in my opinion for the future of our profession as assistants. So what are a couple soft skills that we should really cultivate and develop as assistants, um, you know, in order to future-proof ourselves? Okay. I have two ideas. One is the main ones are listening. So practice active listening, because when you listen to your boss or to your colleague or to your manager, you show that you give value to their job and to their words and to them as persons. And you show that there is a communication going on and this communication uh, creates trust. And we know that it's a fundamental elements of the relationship boss assistant so your boss needs to trust you and he will trust you only if he knows that you care and that you listen to him and listening means asking questions after listening when he speaks asking questions after he speaks um, reporting after you complete the actions he requires. So it's listening is a long um, path. And it's uh, even more important when we when you are not face to face with our boss, but when we are on the phone, because little changes in the voice help us understand uh, how a meeting is important, how um um, a sentence must be written in a different way, how urgent um, a trip is. So that's the main soft skill, I think, listening. And the other soft skill of which you are an expert is leadership. 
And what I found out is that uh, assistants think that leadership is something for leaders of the world. So a leader is someone very important and very successful and very rich. While as you showed, um, leadership is a skill you can improve on a daily basis and an assistant has to practice it day by day. And being a leader means, means a lot of things, but means taking the lead, being in, a, um, being in charge of time, being in charge of your boss's activity and being um, informed, prepared, being reliable and optimistic and, and also being a nice person, I think, because if I had an assistant, I would like my assistant to be to be a nice person. What do you think? Yeah, that would be definitely a requirement. <laughs> Tell us about a time when you when you're working with your executives um, and you anticipated their needs. So tell is it, can you think of an example of a time when um, you kind of thought two, three, four, five steps ahead and, you know, really set them up well to succeed? Um, there are a few times. Uh, one is um, I used to work for an executive who traveled who sometimes traveled to Rome to meet uh, clients and since I um, realized that these clients were organizing new events in Rome I prepared an agenda for him advised him about the, the people he could meet gave him advice about traveling so I prepared an agenda without booking anything without even um, booking the flights or or contacting the the clients so I told him why don't you go to Rome you haven't been there for a while so you could meet this person and this person and they are doing this so you might talk about your future plans and or you also prepared his presentation so I also gave him the material to take with him and my uh, agenda was a suggestion for him and then he told me he was grateful because he never thought about it and actually he went so he, he took my agenda as a, as a great advice so I think it, it worked so I think part of an assistant is also looking uh, outside of her office. So looking what's going on in the world and what's going on in, in, the, in the company and in similar companies. Yeah, I think it's uh, very critical for us to, you know, often we 
or have our heads down and we're just working on our to-do list and just trying to get our stuff done because there's plenty of stuff that needs to get done. And it's very powerful for us um, to lift our head up and look around and see what the context of the situation is and see what your actions and decisions that you make and the executive makes, see how they influence and see see the ripple effect uh, across the organization and across the team um, and just really anticipate what good or bad things might occur um, because of certain decisions. So yeah, it's a, that's a great point. Yeah, I think, and I think it's something that our bosses can't do because they are too busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Uh, well, Lucia, um, really, really thankful for you uh, taking a few minutes to share a little bit about your story. What's, what's kind of finish on one question. What is one thing that you would tell a new assistant who's just about to start their first you know, maybe, you know, executive assistant to a C-suite executive role um, next week, what's one thing that you would tell them and encourage them with? I would tell them to, that that sounds uh, obvious, but it's true to believe, I would tell, believe in yourself. Uh, Because if you, I mean, they need to believe in themselves in in their um, work. So work hard, believe in what you do and continue working and never give up. So, and especially something I find very important is be ready to adapt to change and start to and learn to love change because that's what you're doing. So don't... Um, don't just concentrate on something, just adapt. Great advice. Great advice. Well, actually I wanted, I did want to ask you one more thing. So um, I was wondering if you could say, thank you for listening to the leader assistant podcast in Italian. Do you think you could finish us off with that? <laughs> of course. Um, grazie per aver ascoltato il podcast leader assistant love it perfect <laughs> thank you thank you jeremy thank you uh and yeah where can uh where can people find you and reach out to you uh to say hi and and find out more about what you're up to um you can find me on linkedin and on twitter and um now and i've just started a blog on uh things that happen to executive assistants, but it's mainly in Italian and also on Medium. And I will write you the the details. Yeah, yeah. I'll put the links in the show notes for sure. Thank you. Um, But yeah, I I appreciate it. And uh, hopefully uh, one of these days I'll get to make it out to Italy. I've never been. I think it would be um, a fun trip and we'll have to uh, connect. Yeah, I'd love to. And Italy is really a wonderful place to visit. Yeah. Awesome. Well, take care and thanks again for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you, Jeremy. 
please review on Apple Podcasts. GoBullos.com